Welcome to an elite group of women in the Mumpreneurs Club, a podcast designed for women in business with children and social lives. Whoever said you can't have your cake and eat it too didn't listen to an episode of the Mumpreneurs Club. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Mumpreneurs Club. I am recording currently in my wardrobe again, seems to be my favorite hiding spot. I have locked my doors and praying to God, none of my kids interrupt me again. Um, We are in lockdown. We are in our first week of lockdown and um, it's it's been difficult because I think the difference with this lockdown and the first lockdown is that shit's gotten real. The first lockdown, we were hearing other countries being in the shit, but we were doing really well. And although we had cases, our cases seemed really, really low compared to the rest of the world. So it was sort of hard. It was almost surreal. Like you knew COVID was serious, but it didn't really hit home yet because the numbers were just not, not scary. And we were told to do lockdown and at first it was a little bit, I would say, exciting and different and scary, but we didn't have the the knowledge that we have now because now we're going into it with our eyes wide open. And I mean, lockdown got tough the first time as we started getting into it and as we started living it, homeschooling, being stuck inside it got to all of us in one way or another. But now it's even harder because we're going back and we can't even delude ourselves into what what it's going to be like. There's no banana bread Instagram trends. There's none of that. It's just we're fucked and we need to try and make the most of it. And people have a really different mentality around this second lockdown. The other big thing is it is a massive financial strain The first lockdown was tough. A lot of businesses were just able to reopen and try and sort of get their head above water. I mean, they weren't even close to recovering and then they just got hit with this second lockdown. So a lot of us are wondering what's going to happen on the other side. And for for some businesses, it really might mean that they can't come out on the other end of it, which is bound to affect people's mental health and um, people's way of thinking. And it, and it's a, it's a slippery slope because once you've got something that's bothering you, whether it's financial or whatever it might be, it impacts the way you look at everything else and it impacts how you are in all the other aspects of your life. As women, I think the biggest burden lies with us because we're nurturers. And I am going to be stereotypical here and I am going to speak generally. It might not apply for you, but I'm only speaking from my truth and what I know to be true. We, we're the brunt of the burden in this whole pandemic because if we're business owners, we're worried about our business. We are also very empathetic towards our staff. We have a different way of understanding people's position, I think, than men do. You know, generally speaking, again, but we are more empathetic. And 
We worry what's going to happen to our staff. Are we able to keep our staff? When JobKeeper finishes, what are we going to do? They have homes. Like we wear all that guilt and responsibility for them too. Ask our customers, our our clients, our hard work, what's going to happen to all that? Then we've got our children. Are our children okay? Are they coping with this? Are our parents okay? Are they safe? Are our grandparents okay? Are they being taken care of even though they're isolating? Are we ever going to see them again? Is something going to happen to them while we're in this pandemic? You know, is our husband okay? Is he dealing with it? Has he got work? If he doesn't or if he's been laid off or if his hours are cut, we're going to have that burden on us as well because we're naturally going to want to make everything better. Are our friends okay? There are so many ships we have to navigate as women in this storm that by the time we even come close to thinking about ourselves, we're too mentally and physically exhausted to go there. And that's the whole reason why I started this podcast to begin with. I always wanted to to record a podcast I always felt like I had things that I wanted to say and I felt like as a kid, I guess, going back to to a little bit into my personality, I was always a very strong character. I'm always somebody that speaks my truth. I really don't give too much of a shit what people think. I never want to hurt anyone or be malicious, but if I feel that something is wrong, I stand up for people and I stand up for what I believe is right. And I was always that kid that would get in trouble for fights that weren't mine because I would just get involved and sort of fight other people's battles, especially if I felt that somebody was weaker. I hate using that word because it's not weaker. It's just different. But if someone was more sensitive or if someone had a harder time expressing themselves or was more introverted, I just felt like this need to protect them. And I've never really changed, even as an adult. I'm very, I'm very protective of those I deem are not able to get their voice out. And during this pandemic, the first lockdown that we had, I thought it would be a really good time to be a voice for working, working mums. Because even before the pandemic, Career women that had children have always been looked at a little differently to the rest of the mums. That's what I felt anyway. It was almost like, how dare you have both? You should have picked. So many women picked. And the ones that picked children and their families, I found, are very resentful to the women that they perceive as not having picked. Like, why did you get to have your cake and eat it too? Why do you get to have the career and that fulfillment and your family? And we never really had a mother's group that we could relate to. I have four kids. I've tried mother's groups. I could never relate and I was never fully accepted and I was never fully welcome because I wasn't part of their club. And I didn't really fit in anywhere. And I was judged a lot for the choices that I made for my career and my life. You know, I I have date nights. I work out. I take care of my appearance. I will go to the spa. I will be dead before my nails aren't done. My roots are always done. Like I do certain things that people would deem selfish. People that, women that didn't do it and women that didn't prioritize that 
would just call me selfish as a cop-out because it made them feel better. And a lot of us feel this way. I know from my girlfriends that are, that are similar to me, career women that have kids don't have anywhere that they can go to. And that's why I wanted to have a podcast where what we think and what we feel, somebody is out there that is going to say it so that you don't feel like you are a fucking alien because you're not. And in this pandemic, I think we need a voice more than ever because we are navigating so many ships right now. And it's frustrating because you hear the housewives and I am going to have a rant, rant, just warning everyone. You hear fucking housewives and I don't have a problem with them, but it probably sounds like I do. I don't care. Complaining about lockdown. I'm sorry. I don't understand what the fuck is different to their life. You're in pajamas and you're doing fuck all all day. I, I, I don't know. It kind of looks like the same Insta story I saw a couple of months ago anyway, before the lockdowns. Like, I don't understand what exactly has changed too much in your life. But they're allowed to complain because it's like hashtag I'm, I'm a stay-at-home mom or like mum life. If a career woman that has a kid said mum life, we would get fucking mauled. We're not allowed to use that. We're not allowed to say that. We're not allowed to complain about our kids because it's like you fucking picked, bitch. Don't complain. You're not around them. I'm around them all the time. I'd sacrificed my career. I stopped work. I'm with my kids 24-7. Excuse me. I always had a problem with that because half the mums that stay at home put their kids in daycare. Mind you, they don't even have to pay for it because that's the way our government works. You stick your kids in daycare or if you don't stick your kids in daycare, you put them in a, po- in a playpen and you ignore them. How is that how is that being better than me? Yes, I go to work and yes, I work hard, but the time I do spend with my kids is fucking dedicated. And I was speaking to another mum about this way before coronavirus even was a thing. And she was saying how her son was complaining because she can't always be at every football game for him after school. And you know, she has a really important job and no one would understand if she wasn't present for meetings and she left so that she could go to football games. Like she just couldn't do it. She was in a male orientated industry and she just could not drop the ball like that. It was, it was important. And, um, she, one day he just was so upset. She felt so guilty. She had the biggest mum guilt. He was like, all the other mums go blah, blah, blah. So she got out of her meeting. She went there And she saw all the supposed stay-at-home connected mums on their phone or chatting with each other, not even looking at their kids play. And it's like, really? You're going to judge me for not being there and working and trying to make something for my family while you're apparently there, but you're chatting and not even even looking at your kid? Rant over. I know I'm going to get a lot of people losing their mind about that, but I don't care. As I said, If you can't relate, then this podcast isn't probably for you. This is a voice for the women. You know who you are if you hear it and you can relate and you can say, thank fuck, somebody's actually saying it. Brings me to my conversation topic today, one-uppers. We have always had to deal with one-uppers. If there was some sort of cultural day and you had to bring a plate of food And, you know, you were busy and you forgot, so you had to, you know, go to 
coals and buy some nachos and make it Mexican for nacho day. We've all been there. You would get judged and one-upped by the mum that went through the effort of baking cookies and doing whatever, which mind you, I have to say, I'm annoyingly really good at that stuff, which annoys everybody. But I don't judge and I don't one-up. One-uppers right now in this situation is the worst thing ever because we're already struggling and we're already stressed and have so much to worry about that it's not helpful. And it does come from insecurity. People that one-up you are insecure. And the reason why I'm talking about this is my segue into the fact that a lot of women feel like we have it all and they're resentful of that. And that tends to bring out a lot of insecurity. I mean, guys, if you're listening to this podcast and you can relate with me, you'll know you've probably got a handful of girlfriends and it's probably really hard to make new girlfriends or you're probably a man's girl, as in you've got a lot of guy friends and maybe some friends from high school or a few that you met along the way that are similar to you, but you can you can count them on one hand. And that's because... It's very hard to find people that don't try and one-up you. I don't want to sound like I'm full of myself. And I think the ones that are listening to this and can relate know exactly what I mean. And we don't usually talk about it because you don't want to sound like that wanker. Everybody's jealous of me. I'm not saying that. I'm just simply saying that insecurity is probably a bigger pandemic than COVID. It is so hard to find someone these days that isn't insecure about something. And I don't think Instagram and all of that helps because I think it amplifies a lifestyle or things that, let's face it, it's not everyone can attain and that's fine and that's actually totally normal. But everyone's trying to paint the best picture of themselves. And for anyone that's a little bit insecure or a little bit unsure of themselves, it, it's like a cesspool for breeding and growing that little insecurity that they have into something huge. So I'm seeing a lot of it and it's really, it's just getting worse. With this second lockdown, as I said, we're like the first week into it. It's actually been like three or four days. No, three days into it. I am already seeing people trying to one-up each other. I'm already trying, seeing people going, oh, are you struggling with your business? Oh, I'm not. I'm doing so much better. Oh, you know what? Did you not? Did you not clean your house? Oh, my house is spotless. Oh, your son plays a lot of Fortnite. My son doesn't play any. We were riding a bike today. Great, mate. Do you? That's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. If you're literally just doing you and you're not trying to one-up someone, then That's just you doing you. Like if I post something and I'm not actually trying to point it out to anyone, I'm just doing what I usually do, that's not one-upping. But if my girlfriend says, I'm really worried because Jackson can't get off the iPad and I go, oh, really? No, my son never goes on the iPad. Oh, you know, you really should watch that. Something along those lines. Like we all know what, what I mean. That is terrible. We are better than that. We as women really need to stick together through this. It is no time to be a wanker. Don't be a wanker. 
And it's no time to be insecure and try and one-up someone or try and kick someone when they're down. We are all going through our own thing. And I also feel like it's not helpful to try and give suggestions as to how you're going to survive the second lockdown. This isn't like the first lockdown. I actually did do suggestions of how I survived the first lockdown. And I'll still do that because I got a lot of feedback to say that it was really helpful. But I just want to point out, do you. Do whatever makes you feel happy. I went through the list of things that we worry about as women through this pandemic. And as I said, we're the very last thought if we even get that far. One thing that I would say, make yourself the first thought. What do you need? Wake up in the morning and ask yourself, what do you need? At the end of the day, guys, we don't know what's happening here. Nobody has the answers. And I've always been raised to worry about what I have control over. If I don't have control over it, then logically speaking, why worry? Think about it. Is your husband going to get more hours at work because you're stressing more about it? Do you think that if you didn't stress that much about it, it would change what his outcome is? No. Try and distract yourselves. Try and distract yourselves from any negative thought. Because every successful business owner and every successful entrepreneur follows their gut instinct. But if your judgment is being clouded by stress and then you allow imposter syndrome where you have all these negative thoughts and you're you're talking yourself out of things, you're going to lose your gut instinct. You're going to lose what made you successful to begin with. How on earth are you supposed to keep your business successful if you're losing your edge, if you're losing your gut? The reason that you are where you are and others aren't is because you've got something special. Believe in that. All these years that you have worked and sacrificed isn't going to go away because you're in lockdown. Don't let it be lost. Don't lose yourself because of some sort of lockdown. That is so important. And I and I feel like no one is saying that clear enough. It don't don't worry about the one-uppers. They're insecure people. You don't need to keep up with anyone but yourself. You don't need to worry about what anyone else is doing. You need to just clear your head and don't even think about what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know. We honestly could wake up tomorrow and an announcement comes out that totally changes our life and anything we thought about today. I distinctly remember months ago the government was saying, don't need to wear masks, stop running out to buy masks. They're a waste of time. They don't do anything. Literally now we're being told when we go outside, if we can't social distance, wear masks. So we all know this version of the lockdown, we're going to all be scrambling to find masks, like the last one with the hand sanitizer. No one can predict this. Personally, I think things are going to get a lot worse before they get better. Switch off. You just keep doing what you know to do best. Nobody can tell you what to do in your business better than yourself because you know your business. It's a little bit like raising your children. Yes, there are parenting books. And yes, I could observe from the outside and tell you what I would do or what I think would happen. And I might have some truth to it because it's always easier to be an outsider with no emotion. Usually emotion is what clouds your better judgment. 
So, of course, there are parenting advice books and and people can help you out, but you know your child better than anyone else, right? You know what's going to work with your child and what's not. Just because it's in a parenting book doesn't mean it's going to work for your kid. Same with your business. There are tips. You should look into them. You should educate yourself. But you know your business and you know your customers better than anyone. So don't let fear cloud your judgment. It's in every single mobster movie. You see the godfather or the head of the mafia and he is cool and calm and collected at the beginning, clear judgment. As soon as he starts getting paranoid, as soon as he starts making bad choices, that is when he ends up getting killed. Exactly the same thing here. When you start losing your shit and you start not thinking straight and you start making rash decisions and you start stressing, you're going to get killed. It's as simple as that. I have started a support group. It's totally free. It's on my Facebook and on my Instagram. There's a post about it. We'll be meeting through Zoom 8 p.m. every Wednesday. I did 8 p.m. because at the moment we're not sure if we're going to be homeschooling or not. The kids have all been given an extra week of school holidays. So next week, 15th of July, when we start the first one, all the kids will be on school holidays. So I thought 8 p.m. would be good. We can all put our kids to bed, get a glass of wine, and just talk to people that are the same as us, like-minded women. It's a little bit like a business networking club, having a baby with a mother's group, and that baby would be the mumpreneur support group. That's what it is. It's probably the only group that we would actually event finally fit into. Like-minded mums, We just need to talk without any one-uppers. If you're a one-upper, I would kick you out. I have zero tolerance for bullshit, especially lately. My tolerance level is at the all-time low. It is just about being true to yourself. If anyone's got any issues, we're all professionals. There's going to be people from every sort of industry. They'll be able to chime in, maybe give some helpful suggestions, educate all of us because I feel like during this time we all need to arm ourselves with knowledge, true, genuine knowledge that can be helpful. The more we know, the clearer the path ahead for us is and at the end of the day that's all we can do. As many options and as many doors that we can find in the dark, the more paths we can open up depending on which direction things go. We don't have control over that. If you guys are interested head to the Mumpreneurs Club podcast Facebook page and um, you'll see some posts there about it, their recent posts. Just private message me, DM me your email address and I'll send you an email with all the information. It is weekly. If everybody has an issue with the time and homeschooling doesn't happen and the kids go back to school, we can change it to during the day. We're flexible. You're not going to join a mailing list. I'm not going to bombard you with stupid shit. Nobody has time for that. It is literally, let's help each other out. Because on the other side of this, there are going to be a lot of businesses that don't survive. And I'm really, really concerned with what's going to happen whenever this JobKeeper finishes, to be honest with you. Whether it's September, whether they extend it for a couple of months, who knows. But it's really just 
avoiding the inevitable, which is a serious recession. And the more we can arm ourselves with a support group, the higher the chance that we can get through it. All the bad energy, all the naysayers, you don't need that right now. We all need sniper efficiency to navigate through how we're going to fix our business. And to those that say, don't put pressure on yourself, don't do too much this lockdown, just enjoy your time. I'm sorry, but I disagree with that. It is not the time to ignore your business. I know we're tired and we're fucking over it and we don't know what's going on. And many of us want to give up. It is not the time because so many will give up. So the ones that can hang on, you are going to have a bigger piece of that market. Whatever market you're in, you will have a bigger piece of it. I always like to think about it like imagine you're in a giant school gym, right? You all know the echoey school gyms with the basketball courts. Imagine there was a, they were all, it was like an assembly and it was filled with people and they were all yelling and you were all yelling to try and get your point across. That is pretty much what any market is like. You're all in the same room and you're all trying to pitch your brand or your product or your service in a room full of all the other people doing the same. Look at how quiet things are right now. Anywhere you look, all the industries, even people posting, the ones that used to post post all the time, not posting so often, the ones that used to put out deals, you know, as every day that we get into lockdown or we get a new blow, people are getting tired and people are knocking out. Imagine picturing that gym and slowly seeing that everybody is sitting down and it's quiet. You want to be the motherfucker that's standing up. You want to be the one that's standing up and screaming in a room that's got three or four people left standing with you. That's when it's important. That's when it's important to fight for your business. And that's what I want all of you guys to remember. And if we can do it together, well, let's do it. That has to be your mission. How you get there, what you do, you know it better than anyone else. Follow your gut instinct, but don't let fear get in the way. Because fear doesn't help anyone. Fear is the enemy. It's a distraction. Don't let that happen. That's all from me, guys. I will be in your ears again on Monday. Until then, see you later. Take care of yourselves and don't be a wanker. Bye.